In today's episode, we are talking about the continued COVID-19 pandemic, as well as what hosts can do in the current times, and also as well as uh, property management and landlords and how they're reacting to the current situation. So with that said, we'll go ahead and get it kicked off. Welcome to the Hospitality Cash Flow Podcast, where you'll learn how to leverage short-term accommodations using multifamily and residential properties. With over 35 years in hospitality, real estate, technology, and sales and marketing experience, our hosts, Matt Anisis and Noble Crawford, along with an expert panel of guests, invite you to listen in as they share their knowledge, best practices, tools, and resources to help you maximize cash flow using real estate for hospitality. I'm your host, Noble Crawford. I am here with Matt Anisis, my co-host, and in today's episode, we want to go ahead and get it kicked off. And Matt, just out of the gate, I got a couple of questions for you for the hosts that are out there. So we all know what the current situation is going on with the coronavirus and everything. You know, there are a lot of STR operators, a lot of hosts out there who, you know, maybe they have one property, maybe they have 50, but as, you know, as the situation would have it, they find themselves in at a point where they're going to have over the next two, couple of two, three months, they're going to have, you know, mortgage payments to make, lease payments, rent payments to make. And these folks have literally had their revenue just destroyed over a matter of a week or two from travel bookings that have canceled due to the situation. And so they find themselves in the unique position of having these obligations to meet that are coming up, yet they have little if no revenue coming in to help offset that. So my question to you is for all of the hosts and STR operators out there that find themselves in this situation, you know, what 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 should they be saying or what conversation should they be having with the property management companies and landlords? And then the flip side of that is, you know, do, are you aware of anything that, you know, property owners, property management companies are doing to help the tenants uh, during this time? Absolutely. Great question. Um, so first and foremost, I'm going to wear my, you know, multifamily, multi-unit hat real quick. So one of the biggest things that we've been doing is we've been in communication with most of our tenants. Um, you know, a lot of our tenants have already, you know, weeks have kind of been already trying to figure out what we're going to be able to do for if their jobs were going to, you know, get lost or if they weren't going to be able to make their payments or what those were like. So they've already tenants, landlords, um, hosts, they've already kind of been in communication. And I think that's very, very important knowing, you know, who we can start uh, accounting for and so forth. And of course, unfortunately, waiting on what the government was going to do in terms of, um, you know, the mortgage. So there, for for that aspect, we, there's going to be so much of a grace period, um, but communication is going to be the most important thing for hosts um, with the landlords, with their owners, and even even if you have a mortgage, you know, just being in touch because every day things are changing and laws are being written and things are just being um, prepared to try to help stabilize these um, these leases, these mortgages, and so forth. Um, now, on the management side, we've 
again, wearing that particular hat, same thing, literally just trickling down to communication. You know, a lot of employers are communicating with their employees, letting them know that you can be fine or we're working on this or, you know, all those things. So communication and overall is going to be the most important thing that you can do is literally just know who you need to talk to. And because and, everyone right now, I think globally, um, is just really working together. Um, and even though we don't have the, the actual um, guests checking into our, our locations, um, you know, that's where we need to try to handle, you know, our payments in terms of leases, rents, um, utilities, and, you know, whatever the fixed costs are, trying to either lower them, condense them, try to figure out a way to supplement them, a whole bunch of different ways. So you can get really creative, but communication is going to be, I think, the most important thing of, of, of all of it. Gotcha, gotcha. So I'm going to put you on the spot a little bit because I want the you know, I want the, the, the other host out there, the other STR operator out there, even even tenants, actually. You know, I want to give them something actionable that they can take away, take with them and, and actually utilize from this episode. So from that perspective, you're directly affiliated with a property management company where you have keen insight into exactly what's going on. And when we won't name them, you know, for the, for the sake of the show. But with that said... You know, what is your property management or the one you're affiliated with? What are what are they doing in terms of helping the tenant to make it through this period? Are they offering any sort of concessions? Are they like what what are they saying or what are they doing or have they implemented anything to kind of help offset those upcoming uh, lease payments? Um, that's a great question. So fortunately, a lot of our tenants and residents that we're getting communication from, they're more so. Um, they're actually more scared for the May rent, uh, maybe even June, April. A lot of them have already kind of uh, either made their payments already, and so they're they're totally fine in terms of getting that squared away. So that that is going back into the question is we haven't really experienced anyone that's not going to be able to make payment yet. They're more so for May and June, but on the back end with our mortgages and that part of the business, we have already been in touch with the bank. So we, they're already knowing that we potentially could be late. And so that's kind of more an internal ownership, working close with the ownership company. Um, and then of course they're working close with the banks. And then as of recently, it looks like there's going to be, uh, we already have, we're already having the paperwork prepared in some cases for, you know, not able to evict. So in some counties, depending on your region, there's actually already paperwork that you can, you're going to be um, basically relieved from not being evicted. You're going to have almost a 60 day window from not being evicted. Now, I would say try not to abuse that because again, it, it just, I think it's going to be case by case. So if you've been a good tenant and host and been able to pay your rent and there's been, never been issues, that's going to, of course, be the, the positive. Um, so those are some of the things that are happening daily that are being changed. And, you know, there's just, again, it goes back into a lot of communications. So the biggest thing you can do is just kind of see where you're at, knowing, you know, maybe what your reserves have um, and just maybe just paying a little something, being open with them um, because they're, they're going to be happy with something versus nothing. Something's always better than nothing. All right. Good stuff, man. Good stuff. So just to pivot a little bit. So again, from the, 
from the multifamily perspective, for the multifamily uh, property owners out there, investors out there, like you said during the pre-call, you said that you've been involved in a lot of conversations from from that vantage point uh, over the past week. So what are, what are some of the, the, the things that have come up or some of the challenges and how have y'all addressed those? So, yeah, so some of those challenges, I mean, really are um – you know, when it comes to the actual payments to our bank that we're going to be responsible for, those there's already in place. There's being with banks and you know on the federal level, the, there there's going to be like a, almost a six day grace period where they're going to essentially put those payments on the back end of the loan term. At the end of the day, that's on a simple simplest term with the landlords are essentially going to get. Um, and again, it's going to kind of be, I think, case by case, region by region. But for the most part, that looks like what it's going to happen. And, and it's just it's going to really impact everybody, of course. But there are some of those things that are going to be protected with the, the big mortgages. And I think, you know, one, one thing that we've been relied on communications, everything, like literally, um, because every, it's, it's everyone knows everything. Right now, it's, it's pretty much open source for the most part, but it's just getting the information and, you know, as much as you know, on, on your individual needs for your business, communicating that with your with your, you know, with your landlords or your if you have a mortgage, whatever it may be, is I, I can't emphasize enough, you know, from all the calls I've been on with a lot of different uh, industries with real pages being been a great resource um, for even for some people that may have renewals coming up. Um, you're not really going to see any increase. Um, some of them are just going to kind of stay flat because their biggest thing right now as a whole um, is just the retention because eventually we know it's going to, it's going to kind of work itself out. And so they're already just preparing and planning on how can we retain our residents. Um, and that's going to be the most important. So if you're a host out there, you should really just focus on that relationship communication with your landlords or more your bank, because at the end of the day, um, retention the most important that renewal rate is going to be really really powerful um, and they're going to love that for you because they they're going to know you're still thinking long term and you know you're going to get through this as well sounds good sounds good i like it so let me ask you this this is a bit of a a, a selfish question on my part but for, for someone who's in a position where maybe they want to look at an opportunity to possibly grow you know, there are going to be some properties that experience loss, you know, and so uh, for, for, for properties that are in that specific situation, you know, maybe we're, it, maybe we're able to go in and grab a couple of extra units here and there. And, and that's a win for the property and it's a win for us, which is ultimately what, what we're looking for. But in that situation, how feasible do you think it would be to negotiate on the rent rate? If we're looking to come in and help them out, how feasible do you think the property management would be or the ownership would be to, in, in return, help us with a with a reduced rent rate? You know what? Am I even thinking in, in the in the same ballpark or or is that a far fetched idea? No, that's a great, great question. I like the thought process on that. So if I'm understanding correctly, just assume, you know, we're at a property where we got a handful of units and you actually want to come in and get more units, but not just take them at the market rent. You want to get those at a reduced rent price, correct? And simple. That, that is a great, great idea. Um, because again, the, the long-term play for these owners and for owners as a whole and multifamily, they're, they're thinking about 
cash flow and they're thinking about renewal rates. So if they think that they're going to be truly impacted with getting renewals or people paying their rent, like even just their current tenant, then they have someone that's coming in and say, hey, you know, we're actually thriving right now. Um, we would love to. And, and they understand the business and they already know, but they're like, we actually want to come in and get a couple more units. But is it possible, you know, to still mitigate the risk for both of us, um, but to still put cash flow in the business overall? Um, you know, what what what's the best rate you can give us to if we were to take X? That's a great, great idea. And I, I think if you're out there and you are in the position where you're thriving as a whole, you definitely want to do that. And again, it goes back into that most important thing, communication. Uh, that's so, so key because. You know, you you never know what they're what they're on their end. They may they they may have already you know been told by you know maybe six percent, seven percent of their tenants that they're just not going to be able to pay rent, or they've literally lost their job, and they just they they don't have a plan. So you know, coming in at the right time or just you know right think right now is the right time if you you catch someone and they know your business is thriving and they know what you're actually doing to help it, why it's thriving, they're gonna they're gonna I think bite on that for sure. Got it. Got it. That's good to know because uh, that's exactly what we've been thinking. And uh, I know some others that are that are uh, thinking the same way. So that's that's helpful. So let's switch gears here for a little bit. Well, I think we're in a day and age truly as as bad as things appear, as bad as they are. You know, I think that there's an opportunity that exists for a lot of people right now. And. So I want you to kind of give 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 the listeners your thoughts on like how can people leverage this time to create opportunities for themselves uh, for the future. Oh man, that uh, that's probably one of my favorite questions right now. And I'm I'm a young guy. I don't know. I'm I'm literally 33 years old. Um, but I started in entrepreneurship journey almost 10, 11 years ago. So, and from that. All the studying, if you guys are listening, I am. I guarantee at some point you've listened to Think and Grow Rich or you've studied some successful people and they've always talked about being prepared when basically all hell breaks loose. And that's kind of this time right now. And I, I'm excited about it because if you guys are operators, if you guys are hosts, you know, I can literally guarantee right now, you know, myself and Noble can sit down with you guys and look at everything that your business is operating in expenses, guaranteed redirect that revenue into profitability, guaranteed. So that's just one thing. Being open to diversification right now in a world where if if you're listening to this, I guarantee you've been in at least two Zoom meetings. If you guys aren't buying Zoom stock, it's probably a good time. I'm, I'm no trader. I, I get your legal advice and talk to professional, but Zoom stock is crazy. And because everyone is using it and it is, and I've been using this platform technology for, you know, three to five years now, and now the world's using it. So there's trends that you have to follow. And mo most of those trends are technology. If you guys are in certain areas and regions, you'll see uh, most business that are able to operate are essential businesses. And you know, unfortunately, one of the businesses that we are using that's essential 
our internet and telecommunications. So again, there's just so many opportunities within your actual business now. It's just really being open-minded, staying sharp, staying on Zoom, staying listening to podcasts because these this is the time and the opportunity to truly thrive and you just have to have the right perspective. You have to have the right partnerships um, and you just have to have the right information. So uh, I hope that kind of answers and helps that question for you, Noble. Oh, definitely. Definitely. I, uh, I'm, I'm right there with you. I think this is a, a, a golden time for opportunities, uh, both now and in the future. I think, I think a lot of it has to do, Matt, with people. I think a lot has to do with mindset, right? And, uh, I think that people's mindset has to be right. And so a lot of that starts with the type of content that they're digesting. And what are they listening to? You know, because they can listen to naysayers. They can listen to negative talk. They can listen to doom and gloom. You know, they can listen to their internal fear. But I think at the end of the day, that people that understand how to feed themselves positive content and, you know, content that, you know, promotes positivity, promotes well-being, promotes abundance, you know, changing their mentality, I think is so crucial to how they're going to respond to not only this this current crisis that we're in, but going forward, coming out of it, like how they're going to respond and be able to grow. And so that mindset piece is just ridiculously important. And I would encourage, you know, like, like you mentioned earlier, I would encourage folks out there that are, that have extra downtime right now, or maybe they're home and they're not working as much to, you know, find some content online, you know, get, get into some books, get into some positive, you know, reading, um, get into, get, get access to content that's going to reinforce positivity and, uh, promote, you know, positive thinking. And, uh, so I, 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 I think that's crucial right now. Yeah. It's so crucial. Mindset's so key. All right, Matt. Well, we're going to keep this one a little bit short. Uh, we just wanted to jump on and, you know, give, you know, current hosts and STR operators, you know, a couple of action steps that they could take with their uh, property managers or with their landlords. And, it, you know, just to kind of recap, you know, the number one thing that you mentioned there was communication, 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 communication. And so we definitely want them to uh, you know, get out there, have those conversations. And, and some of those can be tough conversations, you know, and, and, and so folks certainly can't, you know, be, be so afraid to have the tough conversations that they don't communicate. And then May and June rolls around and they're in trouble and, you know, and then they default, you know, that's not a situation that's going to benefit anyone. And so, you know, just, just buckle down, you know, prepare yourself to have those conversations because I think at the, on the flip side of those conversations, there's there's some positive things that can come out of those. You know, whether that's you know uh, a late payment being allowed, whether that's uh, you know being able to split up payments. You know, whatever the whatever is going to enable you to stay in the property, enable to the, the property uh, management company or landlord to continue to be paid for you to not completely default or not fall too far behind. I think there's something positive that can, like you said, can come from those conversations. And so we want to encourage uh, hosts and SDR operators to, to definitely consider having those. 
That, that's perfect. That way to finish it. And just to add on to that really quick, you know, when you have these conversations, you know, you definitely want to have them sooner than later, but go in there knowing exactly where you stand and where your business is. And, you know, if it, if they, if they ask like, what do you think you're going to be able to do or what can you pay? Just be prepared, be prepared to know exactly what, what you're going to be able to offer. Um, because that's going to just, again, the transparency and communication is going to be so critical and so important for you to still keep those relationships. And because again, at the end of the day, everybody knows what's going on and uh, you know, you're either going to hide and go in and hide in a hole, or you're going to just stay up. You're going to just keep going. You're going to communicate like we talked about. Um, and we're, we're all trying to work together we're all trying to provide, you know, opportunities together. Um, and so that's a great, great way to finish a noble. Awesome. All right, folks. Well, you have just listened to another episode of the Hospitality Cash Flow Podcast. As always, please send your questions to podcast at hospitalitycashflow.com. That's podcast at hospitalitycashflow.com. And we will answer those on an upcoming episode. All right, man. I appreciate it. And uh, we will catch up with you all later. Awesome. Take care, guys. Stay sharp, stay crispy, and uh, stay innovative. Thanks for listening to the show. Tune in next week to learn more about using real estate for hospitality cash flow. If you received value from this episode, please leave a rating and review. This helps the show reach more listeners. We truly appreciate your support.